Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to The Morning Mix. If you've just joined us, good afternoon. Welcome to the programme. It's Jill Barkley here with you right up until one o'clock this afternoon. Now it's time to get trendy and the gorgeous Emily Davison joins us, our little fashionista from Fashionista. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm really good this week. I cannot believe it's Wednesday already. It's hump day. Oh, don't I know? Literally, like I was, I was out last night. I was, I had to work from uni for the last couple of days. I'm just absolutely exhausted now, and like, I'm going out today. But I'm like, come a couple more days, it'll be Saturday. I'll be working again. It'll, it'll be around to Sunday, and it'll be Monday again. And it's just like, where's? <laughs> and before you know it, Emily, it's going to be Christmas, and we'll have bypassed spring and summer. Well, let us not wish our lives away at the moment because uh, no. we are talking about spring summer fashion. So uh, I, I, I don't want to miss the spring summer if you're going to be talking about spring summer fashion today. What is trendy uh, for the spring summer? Well, I mean, there's lots of different things in terms of structure and cuts and sleeves and things. Um, but um, I want to first of all talk about one thing, which is, of course, florals. Now, it's funny because when I watched Devil Wears Parada, I remember that's a quote that always sticks with me when she, when is when uh, Miranda Priestley goes, oh, florals, how groundbreaking. But I think the thing is, with florals every season, they, they're always going to come around because they are a universal kind of pattern and you can do a lot with them. There are many different flowers in the world, so you can do a lot with them. And the big emphasis for florals this year is going to be on micro florals, so really tiny floral patterns. So nothing like the really big flamboyant embroidered florals that we were seeing last year for um, autumn winter, but it's going to be more about really small, intricate, tiny floral patterns. And I've actually started buying a few of these kind of myself anyway um and i think this is more something it's, it's not quite as fussy i don't feel it can be a little bit more playful it's a little bit more easy to wear and it's a little bit more laid back as opposed to the really massive florals because obviously not everyone likes the you know really huge botanical prints or whatever so i think this is going to be a little bit more wearable for everybody this season with florals which i'm kind of pleased about because i think florals are flattering on so many people I do too. And actually, I love florals, Emily. I really do. I don't care if it's a big hyper bloom or whether it's a tiny little flower. I think it can look really pretty and quite striking either way. Um, Obviously, you know, people do go on about florals being a a staple for every season. But I think you've got to bear in mind that there's different materials for every season as well. So although, you know, we do have florals in the winter, you're talking about wearing them with, with heavier, thicker materials to, you know, kind of lend itself to the climate whereas in the summer you're, you're talking about more kind of flimsier materials so you know I, I, I don't think you can ever go wrong with a floral no I don't either and I think there's always going to be a different version so if florals is something you, you feel safe with and you know that you like floral patterns then it's always going to be in every single season but it's just going to be in a different kind of way obviously because they've got to keep updating it so it isn't like the you know the devil wears prada scene where you know the fashion design's going oh my god how boring you know this is always what's in so um i think florals is the the way it's been done this season is really pretty and um some of the editorial makeup we've been seeing that goes along with it and really small kind of floral patterns on you know the um the area around the eyes so like temples and stuff really pretty and stuff like that so I mean, I'm very excited to see what they do with this on the high street. And I've already seen some really lovely pieces in places like Topshop. Um, also, H&M are doing some really nice floral print, high-collared um, tops that are, you know, the microfloral print. So I'm definitely very excited for this trend. I think it's going to be, I think, one of the most easiest ones to wear. 
Sounds great, it really does. What about in terms of cut? Because I loved last summer, I really, really did because it was so off the shoulder. And you know, I've managed to buy so many off the shoulder tops and it was just, it was just a dream come true for me. What kind of cuts will we be wearing this spring, summer? Well, again, off the shoulder is still seeming to be a thing. It's still pretty much in. Um, and this season, the big emphasis is going to be on the sleeves. So the sleeves are very dramatic. We're seeing a lot of things like kimono sleeves, very long sleeves, um, kind of bat wing sleeves. Um, but it's, it's about the length of those you know, sleeves. It's about how long they are. It's about what they actually kind of look like and I mean sometimes I don't think it necessarily will be completely wearable because this is the sort of thing I would avoid like the plague at work because I'm always having to fill up the demo bowls in Lush and I would not wear this trend to work but it is lovely to wear for like an evening dress look or you know maybe if you're not doing kind of a lot of sort of you know grafting at work like I do with like with water and stuff where you end up getting like wet damp sleeves um but I I think this is going to be a look which is all about the sleeves obviously the, the, the kind of the way that they're structured is you know really pretty Absolutely. I mean, I did actually recently buy a top that, um, you know, because I did notice a lot of fluted sleeves um, in the shops. And, uh, you know, I, apparently this is going to be a big trend. So I did buy a lovely kind of so Marc Jacobs jumper and it's got the most beautiful uh, kind of fluted sleeves. It's gorgeous. Um, I tell you what was another trend that I noticed. And I think this has been off the back of the film Jackie, uh, obviously about Jackie. Jackie Onassis, Jackie Kennedy, um, a lot of Jackie O kind of style, particularly um, Helen McKelladon. Now, she is an Irish designer that is exclusive to House of Fraser in Glasgow at the moment, but she is a big, big designer in Ireland and a lot of her stuff goes along the Jackie Onassis theme. This is a style that's just so elegant and timeless. Have you seen much of that about? Yeah, I mean, certainly I've seen a lot of kind of the, you know, the swing coats and the sort of the 60s-esque kind of vibe thing going on in here as well. So um, a lot of the really feminine cuts and, you know, the pencil dresses and that kind of thing. So I've seen kind of hints of that about. Um, and obviously, I think film always does kind of affect what happens in, in the fashion trend, especially with, with, with fast fashion. You always see there's kind of um, a bit of an influence with obviously what's on the, on the on the big screen. You'll always see that kind of filter down to particularly the sort of the fast fashion stores especially absolutely now what about denim i mean is denim it's always around obviously and i think the majority of us wear denim to work anyway but can we wear much denim this year yeah, I mean, denim is certainly in. Um, denim look as well, kind of denim look shirts. Um, we're seeing a lot of kind of embroidered denim again. Uh, we did see this a little bit last year as well, so it's kind of come back around again. Um, in particular, there seems to be a very strong kind of inclination towards denim uh, floral printed um, jeans at the moment. So kind of denim jeans with like a floral kind of a, like applique on it. Um, denim shirts and jackets with floral prints on them. Um, denim's being worn over like floral print skirts and things and floral print dresses um so again it's kind of you know dressing it down a little bit with the denim and the floral there so denim is is, is in and i think it's been worn in a way which is very pretty it's not i mean there's still kind of things like distressed denim and that kind of thing but i think the way it's been worn now is a little bit more kind of detailed and and feminine as opposed to the really kind of grungy look but of course i mean there's always going to be kind of things that everybody likes in sort of fashion shops you're always going to find something that's got kind of more grungy denim but obviously you know, for trend pieces, it's more about floral printed denim. 
Oh, that sounds gorgeous. It really, really does. In terms of shoes, Emily, is there anything we should be wearing, you know, particularly on our feet this year? Or does anything go? Um, I think I think for shoes, again, flats, it seems to be quite um, a popular thing. Um, we're seeing a lot of kitten heels as well. So um, where there's not flats, there's kitten heels, so the really dainty small heels. So we're not talking about the big, massive skyscraper shoes. We're talking like small heels. I mean, there's been a, a lot of interesting kind of little kitten heel boots as well, like Topshop are doing some really great ones. Um, you know, we're seeing some sort of like kitten heel sandals as well. Um, and obviously kitten heel, you know, it's basically it's a smaller heel, so it's a very like it's a very short heel. So uh, I think that's very nice for people who don't like wearing heels a lot, but when they do want to wear them, they don't want to wear anything too major. I mean, I don't wear heels all the time, but when I do wear heels, I do tend to wear like a smaller heel for me personally. So I do like that about this trend. Um, and some of the books we've been seeing in the high street for kind of kitten heels are really pretty, especially the little kind of suede ankle boots or the little kind of you know um sort of red ones and uh, like green and other colors i mean zara have got some great ones as well so that's also a very nice trend yeah i've actually seen quite a lot of shoe boots around at the moment as well so they're still in fashion um and i quite like the shoe boots you know for certain types of jeans that i'm wearing so uh that's one to keep an eye out for as well um emily what is your take on matching shoes and handbags color wise do you think they should match or do you not think it matters um i don't mind i mean i'm i'm both i like i, I love it when they match because obviously i'm a massive fan of rose gold so i've got a rose gold shopper bag and then a lot of rose gold espadrilles and other shoes so i like it because especially if you're wearing a if you're wearing a pattern like florals you need to have something that's going to bring it together. You don't want too many cl contrasting colours because it's going to look like you've just like run through your wardrobe, you know, and just grabbed anything that you can find and then just, just you know, pray that something happens. So uh, I like them when they match in terms of obviously when you're using a pattern or you're using like a pattern with a lot of colours in it. I think it looks really nice. If you're wearing something a little bit more simpler, I mean, you could do it. It just depends. But obviously, I think it's nicer to have something that doesn't necessarily match because it makes it look a little bit more modern. You can look a little bit too prim. I mean, if that's what you're going for, then fine. But obviously, I think it, it, it very much depends on the actual outfit you're wearing, um, you know, and kind of what you, like how you're trying to bring it together. Um, you know, like mini bags are in as well, again, sort of this really small little mini bag. So it's not kind of the really massive, huge bags. It's more about sort of like a little kind of um, very dressy statement like bag. So those are in as well. Um, but it just it just depends on what you're wearing initially, I think. I think the, the reason I ask you is that, you know, I do like a matching bag and shoe as well. Um, but my shoes and bag don't always match. I would always make sure they coordinate, but they don't necessarily match in colour all the time. Um, but I was speaking to somebody recently, uh, a personal shopper actually, that had said to me, you know, your shoes and bags don't have to match anymore. Uh, you know, it's fashionable and it's more modern. Like you're saying, not to have your shoes and, and bags matching. So I think that will be kind of, you know, a, a real kind of, well, a relief to a lot of girls because sometimes we can drive ourselves crazy trying to find the perfect bag and the perfect shoes. Yeah, we, we, we really, really can. I think the important thing is, say, for instance, you've got a bag that's got a pattern in it. If there is like a, an element of that pattern that kind of corresponds to the shoe you're wearing, for example, then that's fine. Um, it's, it's all about having something that coordinates. So you've got to have something that anchors everything together that kind of synergizes everything um because i think sometimes it just makes it look a little bit more put together um obviously everybody's different everyone's gonna have their own take on it but you know it's like with the whole um because obviously ruffles and chore skirts are in so if you're wearing like this really lovely kind of chore skirt and it's in a, a certain color 
you want to have something that's going to bring it together so like a bag that's in kind of a in in a color range of the palette that's going to suit it so say for instance you've got something that's in like um you know an aubergine color or something like a really greeny color you know golds or brown tones are always quite nice but if you're wearing pastel colors you might want something more like a cream or an ivory or even sort of rose gold or silver um, so it's all about kind of tying everything in and sort of giving it something to anchor it um, and just sort of finish the outfit off. Very much so. No, I agree with you. And uh, apparently mixing gold and silver jewellery is uh, a must this season as well. Well, that's a good thing because I've got so much silver jewellery, but then I went, oh, I'll get as bored of it. So I started buying loads of gold and rose gold. So... Um, I will be pleased about that one because, you know, I, I think it, it, I've got a lot of like silver jewellery that I don't really wear as much because I've got all this gold jewellery. So that is a good thing to hear. But I mean, certainly stacking bracelets, they've been a massive thing for the last few years, ever since the whole kind of boho vibe came back in and, you know, all the editorial companies who make, you know, really kind of semi-precious stone jewellery's been like a massive thing for Vogue. Yeah, that's a big thing now anyway. So I think you don't have to wear like, you know, just kind of one colour. I think now nowadays you could have like moonstone pearl and then you know rose gold or rose gold and silver so I think it's a little bit more wearable now so I think that's another good thing you're not having to put too much as much thought into your jewelry because obviously that can be a bit of an arduous task in the morning oh gosh yes it can be definitely definitely uh, now listen it's always great to speak to you Emily it really really is and uh, honestly I feel equipped now for uh, hitting the shops my husband will be so pleased to hear as will his uh, bank card but um, <laughs> listen we have had a request from one of our listeners Robert now he would um, be very grateful if you could talk about some men's fashion soon is there any chance of that yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't be able to comment on how I would wear it. I, I do not identify as a male, but I'm sure I could get one of my friends to sport some of the looks and give his thoughts on what he thinks of them. So that I definitely will consider doing that at some point soon. That's brilliant. Well, that was a specific request from Robert. Uh, he loves listening to you here on The Morning Mix. So uh, thank you so much for joining us. As many of our listeners do, we, we all love you, Emily. We really do. But obviously, if anybody wants to take a look at your blog, what is the best way to catch you? So it would be on my blog, which is www.fashionista.com, and it's spelled like F-A-S-H-I-O-N-E-Y-E-S-T-A.com. So it's not Fashion Easter with an I, it's Fashion I as in the actual I itself. So just remember that and you'll be fine, because I know a lot of people think it's a very weird spelling, but if, if you, when you hear me pronounce it, it makes sense. It does indeed. Everything you says, says everything you say <laughs> makes sense. I can't even speak today. I've got a big knot in my tongue. Listen, uh, you have a great week, Emily, and I look forward to speaking to you next week. And thank you so much for joining us here in the programme. Speak to you soon. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.